0: Hey everybody, welcome back to Young, Black, and Opinionated. This is your host, Miss Chris D, aka Christina Royster. Thank you so much for tuning in. If this is your first time, welcome. And if you're returning, hey fam. On today's episode, I'm going to do put y'all on. I'm going to be talking about having a friendship with your ex once the relationship has expired And I'm going to do Celebration Station because it's time to celebrate some Black excellence. It's still Black History Month and it's just something positive. You know, there's always such negative news. So let's do something positive. Remember to subscribe, rate and review the podcast. And please excuse the acoustics today. I'm in my brand new apartment. So I have no idea what this is going to sound like. All right, stay tuned. All right. So, we're going to start with put y'all on a couple weeks ago I put you guys on to Black Women Wellness and again, if you have not followed them, please make sure you check them out on social media. But I wanted to do another kind of small business, if you will. I don't know if you want to call it a small business, but it kind of is. Basically, I'm going to put you guys on to Maplewick Records. So, this is um a record label starting from the ground up. This is really a grassroots kind of word of mouth thing that's taking off right now. I need you guys to follow them on Instagram. It's MPLWCK on Instagram. That's MPLWCK, Maplewick Records. And um it's like a kind of collaboration of artists you know trying to make it in the music industry and they're having a showcase on friday march 27th 2020 so make sure you guys go check them out if you want to hear some new music it's also going to be at a soul food restaurant so you can get your grub on um the tickets are only ten dollars so you really can't beat it it's just a nice way to support black people like we, re- we really need to support each other. It's crazy how complete strangers on social media will support you before your own friends and family. I don't get it. But, I mean, thank you guys for supporting this podcast. And thank you for supporting Maplewood Records. So go check them out. MPLWCK on Instagram. That's my put y'all on. All right, let's get into this topic for today. So I wanted to talk about having a friendship with your ex after the relationship has expired. You know, you guys already broke up. Do you stay friends with your exes? Do you block them? What What do you do? So this was inspired by this Nicki and Meek drama this past week. If you live under a rock and have no idea what I'm talking about, I will give you a quick recap. Basically, anybody who follows pop culture knows that rapper Meek Mill dated rapper Nicki Minaj in 2017 I think it was now this was always an odd relationship to me anyway because at the time Meek seemed a little corny to me he seemed beneath Nikki's league if you will like she was out of his league I I don't know I don't want to talk bad about the man but I just feel like a lot of people in the industry wanted her and then she chose Meek and that's fine that's great the relationship only lasted about a year, I think. It really didn't last very long, but we get we got some good hits out of it. They they made that song together All Eyes on You. That was cute, and for a while everybody wanted to be <laughs> everybody wanted to be Nikki and Meek. But um I don't remember why the relationship ended exactly, but um they really went through a lot together apparently, you know, at the time of them dating Nikki's uh brother was charged with sexual assault of an 11-year-old girl, apparently. A A lot of different things going on. So this, I mean, rich people have rich people problems, but at the end of the day, we're talking about a man and a woman who had a relationship that didn't work out. So boom, flash forward, how long has it been? Three years? And they just started having a Twitter beef this past week. I think Nikki is the one who started it. She like tweeted a picture of Meek that wasn't very flattering. He had on these like ugly skinny jeans. And she said something about him having Twitter fingers or whatever. So then he came for her and was basically like, wow, you're only trying to talk about me right now because your bag is getting low. Which I don't know what Nikki's money is looking like right now. I know she wasn't nominated for any Grammys this time around. I know that her music really hasn't been hitting like it used to. But um basically they kept going back and forth. He called out, you know, the the sexual assault charges with her brother and how he had to quote unquote get away from her. That's why he broke up with her cuz he wanted to get away from all that. Um she talked about how he apparently abuses women. I don't know if that's true or false. Um she said he like taped himself beating up his sister something crazy. I'm sorry, this is a boozy podcast. I'm drinking wine right now. So all this stuff, just mudslinging. And all I could think about was Nikki is supposedly married now. She supposedly married this guy. I can't even remember his first name, but his last name is Petty of all things. Um, And she supposedly got married, been married for a year now. And Meek got Milano pregnant. Milano's like eight months pregnant right now. So they're both dealing with their own situations at home, yet they can find the time to argue on social media with their ex. Now, here's a couple things I have wrong with this. Number one, I don't think that you should, I don't think it's right to to start slinging mud about somebody that you used to fuck with. Because you could say, oh, you're ugly. You could say you're broke. You could say everything you want. But you still let him hit, sis. <laughs> the facts are the facts. He might be ugly and broke, but you didn't think he was ugly and broke before. So now you're coming out the woodwork saying all this. And the same thing goes for Meek. Oh, you you didn't like everything that her brother was doing, this and that, but you stood by her for a year. So for you to act so disgusted with somebody you used to fuck with, I get it. I understand. We all grow up. Our tastes change. We can't stand the person anymore because of everything we've been through with them. But don't ever act like you weren't into them at one point. Don't ever act like you wasn't wrapped up in them at one point. Because now you're like, oh, I can't stand you. You're disgusting. Okay, but you still hit. So <laughs> that's rule number one. Number two, I would never find the time in my schedule to argue with an ex when I'm dealing with somebody else. Number one, that's just disrespectful to them. Like you have a whole husband at home. How do you think he feels? As somebody said, well, he can't really speak up because then where is he going to live? Because <laughs> he probably is living off of Nikki. But how how a Milano feel if you're pregnant with this man's baby? I don't think him and Milano are dating. I don't know. I think she's just his baby mom at this point. But you're carrying this man's child. He still finds a time to tweet at his ex? Something's not right. Something's not adding up. Maybe they still have feelings for each other. I don't know. But the point is, it's just disrespectful to your home and your family to be talking to your ex like that. So, this whole beef kind of brings me to this topic of being friends with your exes. And I'll go to some go into some personal examples, but Long story short, I was always the person who said I could never be friends with my ex. I just always felt like if you have feelings at one time, somebody still has some feelings somewhere. You know, people always act like, oh, I'm over them. I can never get back with them. But I just feel like somebody somewhere has feelings. And if somebody said, hey, let's try it again, the other person would be like, all right, fuck it, let's do it. You know, like. Maybe not everybody's relationship is like that, but that's how I always felt until my last relationship. So let me just tell you guys that all of my relationships ended pretty much, pretty badly, pretty much, except for the last one. You know, I've been cheated on. Um, I got broken up within an email. We already know this story. Or did I tell this story in the podcast? I don't know, but they did not end amicably like all of my relationships. I hated the person's guts. I never wanted to talk to them again, block them on everything. Um, And I just had no reason to communicate. At that point, if somebody hurt me that badly, what could we possibly have to talk about? Like, there is no second chance. There's no nothing, no nada. You're blocked. So I was never... I never really had a reason to be friends with my exes. Now, my last relationship, as you guys know, I've talked about it on the podcast. It ended amicably. We have no hard feelings. You know, everything is cool. Two people who just didn't feel the same way about each other anymore. So with that being said we did stay friends in that instance. And I think that's probably the only ex I could ever be friends with because we're just much more mature about it. Um, We're both on the same page. Like I don't think there's any hope of us getting back together Um, or at least I'm not holding my breath too. So I feel like when you make those lines clear and nobody crosses it, maybe you could be friends. But I feel like if I started dating somebody right now and he was like, yeah, I'm best friends with my ex, I'll be like, oh, no, I'm not I'm not about to compete with the best friend. Oh, no. Heck no. You know, so I mean, let's talk about being friends with your ex. Is there any positive to it or do you think that you're just holding on to old emotions? You know, can you really ever move on if you keep the person in your circle? I think that um people who have sex with their ex and are not in a relationship, more power to you. I don't know how. I personally can't have sex with somebody I used to have feelings for cuz I don't think those feelings are ever going to go away. Um you know, but arguing with an ex, what is there to argue about? You're not my man. <laughs> Period. Only person I'm arguing with is my man and I don't even want to do that, quite frankly. So for them to be going back and forth on Twitter, I really don't know what the purpose was to to bring one another down. You both look goofy at the end of the day. And I don't know, I personally feel for the the um I don't want to say spouses, but yeah, Nikki is married now, so I guess you could say spouse. I just feel like those feelings have not gone away for me or maybe they weren't resolved. And that's exactly why closure is kind of important to me. When a situation just ends abruptly with no real communication and no conversation, that really gets under my skin because it's just kind of in limbo. It's up in the air. Some people might be able to let it go, but the Aries in me just cannot let it go. So I always want to kind of have that final conversation like, okay, this is over. This is why. Let's move on. Are we going to be friends? Are we not going to be friends? Is it okay if I text you? You know, just setting those ground rules can really help so much. Like right now I can say that me and my ex are friends, but what happens when I start getting serious with somebody else and I want to show them off? Now I feel like I'm probably going to hurt his feelings. And at that point, he probably wouldn't want to be friends with me anymore. I wouldn't want to be friends if my ex was flashing around their new person. I don't know. Or maybe, maybe they'll be happy for me. I don't know. You know, I think that Meek and Nikki have a lot of maturing to do and it's sad because they're both, like, in their 30s. Like, I've already learned this at the age of 24 and I need them to learn it as well. They need to grow up. Um, now, when Meek said that Nikki was doing this for some uh, some clout, her bag was getting low, she's trying to get some money, maybe because Meek is doing very well right now. And I just feel like that goes to the point of, if you're doing so well, if I'm clapping my hands right now, if you're doing so well, if you so-called moved on, why can this person even have access to your emotions? Let's, let's ask the the real question here. If you really doing good, why are you even letting that person phase you? You know, some people just cannot choose their battles wisely. They have to answer to every single thing. I think, what is that quote? That's like, You don't have to attend every argument you're invited to. Please write that down. You don't have to show up and show out every time somebody tries to bring you down. Because somebody who's trying to bring you down, they're already lower than you. That's why they're trying to reach up and bring you down with them. So Meek, you got all these movies going on. You got the Reform Alliance going on. You got a new album coming out. And you worried about Nicki Minaj. And Nicki... I don't know if she was trying to do this for clout. She did have a new song coming out. It seemed like kind of a diss track to Meek. I'm not going to lie. I thought it was good. But I just feel like the best way to get revenge, as Beyonce said, the best revenge is your paper. Like, if you're really so unbothered, you would not even have the time to argue with this person. So in my situations, I was blocked and that's crazy to me because I never did anything to my knowledge to be blocked. I always thought that if anything, I should be blocking them. But I ended up getting blocked. And now, you know, once the dust has settled three years later, I'm unblocked and we follow each other again. And um, then the ex wants to be in my DMs with the I the emoji. No, that's not what this is. What I don't like is when people completely shit on you. Break up with you and then a couple years later act like nothing happened and try to pick up the conversation. Don't do that. Don't. That's almost as bad as airing our dirty laundry. Just don't do that. Like Meek and Nikki airing each other's dirty laundry, they didn't really say anything we didn't know besides the Meek hitting women thing. I would like to get some sources on that. I would like to know if that's true because that's fucked up. But, um, I mean, just airing each other's dirty laundry, you're only embarrassing yourself. And this is another point I would like to make. Y'all need to keep your business to yourself. People talking about their relationships uh, on Instagram, especially with Valentine's Day coming up, people will be like, oh, thank you, Bay, for sticking with me when I cheated on you four times and called you out your name. Don't post that. That's embarrassing to you and her. Please don't post that for Valentine's Day. Um... But yeah, airing your dirty laundry, that's something I never, ever, ever want to do. Like, there's still some things that people do not know about my past relationships, and they don't need to know. Like, you really, we really need to learn how to keep our business to ourselves, this generation, because everything has to be on display 24 7. It's like, if, Meek, if imagine if Meek and Nikki just had this conversation through text and nobody knew about it. Maybe her song wouldn't have taken off. Maybe he wouldn't be back in the spotlight. I don't know. I just, I don't think I, I mean, I have, I have subtweeted. I will, I will admit that I have definitely subtweeted. I don't really do that no more, but well, that's a lie. I posted something on Twitter that said like, what we're not going to do is post on social media and not text me back. <laughs> so I do subtweet, but it's not really a subtweet when everybody knows who you're messing with, who you're dating The difference is nobody really knows what I'm up to on Twitter. So obviously if Meek tweets, I'm gonna pray for you, blah, blah, blah. We already know you're talking about Nikki. It's not a secret. So I hope that this conversation has taught you guys something about how to deal with your exes. If you're going to choose to be friends with your exes, number one, set clear communication guidelines. Don't text me after this hour. Don't randomly FaceTime me. Don't act like we're buddy, buddy is, you know, set some ground rules. Me and my ex, all we really do is tell each other about our accomplishments and send each other memes. And that's great. That's exactly where I like it. We don't talk about nothing else, really. Um, And rule number two, if you're going to be with your ex, don't complicate it by having sex. Just don't. If you think you can handle that, go right ahead. But somebody gonna get their feelings hurt. And rule number three, do not air your dirty laundry out or throw them under the bus or sling mud because yeah, you wasn't talking all that shit when you were fucking me. And now you're talking all that shit that we broke up. So don't do it. That's those are my three rules for being friends with your ex. All right, guys, it's time for my last segment. This is called Celebration Station because I want to celebrate and shout out something that happened this week that was just so awesome and inspiring because I'm so tired of these bad headlines we got so much going on in the world today it's time to celebrate something important if you guys don't remember from my other episode celebration station the name came from this like play center this like play like amusement park when i was a kid it was called celebration station and i don't know it just makes me happy so um This week's Celebration Station is going to go to Matthew Cherry and the Hair Love team, everybody behind this short film that won Best Animated Short at the Oscars um, this past weekend. Not only did they win, but they also invited DeAndre Arnold to the show with them and walked the red carpet with him. DeAndre Arnold was the teen who was told that he could not walk at his um, graduation unless he cut his dreadlocks and he said I'm not cutting my dreadlocks and now look at him who cares about graduation you're at the Oscars buddy so I just want to celebrate this animated short film if you haven't seen it it really brought a tear to my eye it's basically about a black father trying to do his daughter's hair for the first time and you know Matthew Cherry said that he just wanted to have a have a story told about like black representation because we're looking at a time where It's been eighty years, I think, since um what's her name? Hattie McDaniel won the first she was like the first African American to win an Oscar and her role was uh best supporting actress as a maid in Gone with the Wind. And um, you know, she actually said people people kinda talk bad about her, like, oh, you played a maid, but she was like, I'd rather play a maid than be one. (laughs) So eighty years later, um, I mean, not to bring down celebration Station, but you know people keep saying oscar 's so white we didn 't really have a lot of um, representation at the awards show, but man, I am so so happy that Hair Love did win something and they brought it home for us. And just all the black people in attendance just looked so magnificent. Please go check out the red carpet pictures because I'm talking about Tracy Ellis Ross, Regina King, they all looked so bomb. Janelle Monet, that freaking outfit, oh my god, and Zazie Beats. Let me tell you something Zazie is so fine, oh my god. I love men, but Zazie as he is, fine. So please, please just go celebrate all the Black people who attended the Oscars, won at the Oscars. I mean, we have a lot of work to do, but this is a great stepping stone. And um, even at the end of his acceptance speech, Matthew Cherry um, said he dedicated the award to Kobe Bryant because, as we know, Kobe Bryant um, was a dad of four girls. And, um, you know, this story is really touching about a black dad and his black daughter. So please, if you haven't checked it out, go watch Hair Love directed by Matthew Cherry. And that is my celebration station. All right, gang, that concludes this episode of Young, Black, and Opinionated. But before I go, remember to subscribe to the podcast. I really, really appreciate it when you guys subscribe, rate, and review Um, if you like what you hear, share the love, share this podcast, follow the YBO podcast on Instagram at the YBO podcast. I'm also on Facebook. So go like that page as well. You can follow me on Instagram and Twitter, Miss Chris D that's M I S S C H R I S D E E. And I will be back next week with a brand new episode. Bye.